and he walked me to my door and then he, we like hugged for like 15 seconds and then he walked away and I was like all giddy like a fucking teenager like like making weird sounds <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're fucking not smooth at all, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> and I, wa- I watch him walk away and he like is, has his hands behind his back. Like, you know, like, like pensive, like walking, like, you know, like all like to the car. Yeah. Like he's thinking deeply about what just happened and I'm looking the at him. And I, yeah. 15 seconds. Ahead, he's walking all slow, like fucking Buddha. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I close the door. And I'm like, oh my God, wow, that was so great. And then I realized my panties are fucking soaked and my pussy is pulsating. And I'm like, did I just nut my pants? (laughs) Like, we didn't even do shit. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy December. Happy December, lovely. How are you? I'm great. I am black and beautiful and juicy. Hallelujah. Black, beautiful, and juicy. So I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm black, beautiful, and juicy. And I'm happy. I love that for you. Thank you. I love that for you. You know what? What what was I watching? Oh, you know what? I was watching um, uh, Scotty Beam's podcast, and she had this like clip uh, that that I loved actually. And it was like, you know what? You know, it was like three things that really irk her that people do, and one of them is when people say, "I love that for you," because she's like, "It's fucking disrespectful. It's rude." I never really was a fan of that. I mean, it it can be rude though, because I remember the first time I heard it. Actually, one of our homegirls said it to me, and I was like. Are you shading me? Bitch? I, I think I know who it is. You I think... know exactly who it is. She's a fellow Scorpio. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cause she started that is, shit. Is that, is that where that was it? Where I first heard I, it? I was like, I guess that's good. <laughs> I'm like, are you being bitch right now? What the fuck? I don't think she meant. <laughs> she also it. says she hates when niggas come out the shower and their towels are around, like underneath their armpits. <laughs> <laughs> like if a nigga comes out the shower with his towel <laughs> wrapped around his chest. <laughs> the visual that I'm getting right now. All he needs is a fucking towel twisted on his head. <laughs> Just complete the look. <laughs> well, she I don't know, but that like clip the... was great. That's <laughs> it funny. was the great A editing. That is Shout funny. out to Scotty Beam. Well, what's the third one? Shit. Um, the third one was, oh God, what was it? It was one luck. It was another good oh. one. Fuck, I gotta find the clip. That was cute. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're I was shuffling cards and they just fell out. We got the death and we got what the ten of pentacles. Yeah, I think one was one was up, one was reversed, no? I don't know, you picked both of them up like this. Whatever. Um speaking of, okay, what are some things that irk you? Um things that irk me um and, and a man who name drops 
Oh my god, it irritates like my soul. Oh my god, me too. That's so. You know what? I think I thought I'm just programmed that way because we're in Hollywood and niggas do that all the fucking time. Oh, I know what it was. I know what the third one was. What was it? A nigga who mumbles because I can't stand a nigga who mumbles That's a good because one. I'm fucking deaf. So how dare you mumble, bitch? Because yep. I, it's like you want me to fail. No, you no. Want me to ask, you it's want just me not confident. Admit, you want me to admit my deafness, and also like, why are you whispering? Like, like, you know, it's not sexy. It's not sexy. Speak up. Yeah. So that's the third one, um, and that's actually one of mine as well. I don't. I hate niggas who have long nails and dirty mm. nails. Mm. That really disgusts me. Mm. Like, what the fuck do you have all those nails for? And like, you just it doesn't look groomed. You're not groomed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody us. <laughs> you know what I've also realized that irks me. And you're not going to believe this because I was actually a proponent for not letting this trend die. And I still think that women can pull this off. So I recently went on a hinge date and the guy rolled up. You did? I did. Yeah. I've been having a whole double life. Did you not tell me? (laughs) I'm like really like racking my brain right now. Like hinge date, hinge date. What the hell, bitch? (laughs) I'm going on. Are you even my friend? Yeah. How many hinge dates have you been on behind my back? Two? Are you cheating on me? I'm so confused. One in Mexico City and one. Um, okay, I remember. Okay, I remember Mexico City. Oh, then one here. I made him drive all the way to Calabasas. You did not tell me about the one here, which is appalling. We're he talk lived about all the way in LA, and we'd been. Ta- he was a nice guy. He really was. He just wasn't my guy. I, I learned later that his like. Actually, I don't want to expose him, but his family's like really high up in like some sort of church group. First of all, you're too late. His dad, his his dad is like the head of like the Seventh Day Advent Adventists, like some shit, like globally, internationally. And okay. I was like, this is very off brand for you, sir. And he's like, I'm not a Seventh Day Adventist, but my family they grew up very religious. And I was like, I don't even want to unpack what this means in a relationship with you. But more importantly, I'm upset that you're wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> I'm more upset that you've chosen to wear these skinny jeans and these Gucci sneakers that all niggas bought at one point in their life. Like the preppy niggas that are not too stylish, but just enough style and they want to dress designer and then buy those specific. Like with Gucci the stripes on the stripe. Yes, you okay. know exactly what the, the, ra- the round toe. He, he wore that and he wore some skinny jeans. What color were the jeans? No socks on. Um, <laughs> what was it? What, was, what kind of shirt? Like the a collar? Jeans were like button? a dark gray, and then the shirt. He's. It's just you know that I'm a slut for fashion niggas. Like if a man can dress, I now I'm a slut for fashion I niggas. Am. All my men are usually slut for fashion to above average stylish, and the like. I had a few in there that weren't okay. I'm, I'm be honest. <laughs> like like poetry slash scammer bay. He was not stolen teeth bay. Stolen Teeth Bay, he he tried. He tried his best. But I remember there was this one time he wore this, like, long white tunic. I remember this vaguely. Do you remember? And I was like, whoa, whoa, where, what's happening? Why are we I actually this? like that tunic. I just, he, I would think it was him. Him. It was like, it just looked weird. Like he was going to church. Like he was going to go, like, lead a sermon or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, this, this nice hinge date wore those skinny jeans. And I was like, wow, I really don't like that. <laughs> really, you were distracted. I really don't like that. And and then he proceeded to talk about his kid the whole date, which you know I've been thinking like maybe I need to date more dads. Like maybe that's the some of the disconnect sometimes for me is like I need to date someone that understands 
you know, my schedule, understands responsive, a certain responsibility, yeah. um, maybe has more patience with kids so that they're patient with my kid. Um, and then I sat down with this dad and all he did was talk about his fucking son, the whole Motherfucking oh no! Day. How old is the son? Ten. What? What? What is there? How much is there to talk about your ten year old? Like what? Like food? What his eating habits? It was like literally like I was on a date with my like my home girl, like my no, home, not my, even, my new mommy friend. Not I was even on a mommy, date with my new mommy friend. Not even mommy friends do that. She was telling me he was telling me about his food, and these are things we'd already discussed. So I was like, why are we talking about this again? I've never heard of this. This is an interesting. I've, I heard women do this, but I've never heard of a man coming on a date. Maybe he thinks this is going to get him like in the like this is going to get him in because he seems like caring. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't for me. And I, it was kind. I got a free dinner. That was great. I would have happily paid also, but I'm glad that I didn't have to. Um, Where'd you guys go? We went to Crossroads. Oh, oh, I didn't know there was, there was one out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a pretty expensive vegan restaurant. Yeah, it was good. I really didn't have to do much. I just drove down the street. And talked. And talked and then left and then decided, no thanks. No thanks. I don't like seven, I don't like seven, seven jeans or overly religious family. You think, do you assume that men who come from religious family backgrounds have a lot to unpack? Yes, I do. I, do. I, <laughs> I was going to say I have 400. I, 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 I believe that it's not the case. I, I believe there's always room for, you know, the dif- like something different to be laid out. But I do believe the chances are higher. And especially specifically in that practice, they're pretty extreme. So I was just like, this is not going to work. Like, have you seen clips of my show? Like, and then I, I'm glad he didn't even know. I didn't even really talk about the podcast. So. Hopefully he'll never listen to this and I won't have to apologize to someone else because someone actually also told me that I ran into recently on Hinge, a former Hinger, which if you're listening, hey, um, said that I shared uh, one of his dating experiences and that he felt that I went on a date with him for content. (laughs) No, like, you know the amount of content I got. I right. don't need this. First date. of all, look at me. I mean, I am. I am talking about you right now. However, I, and I and I and does I just, it look like you need to go on a date for content? But I respected his his view. I respected his view, and I apologize. That's not my intention. What did you say? Um, what did you say about the date? It wasn't about our. It wasn't even about our date. It was about he was shared a, a, a scary dating experience he had, and yeah. then I shared it on the show, and then he must have listened to it. And felt like I went on a date with him for content to share his own content. I don't know, whatever. And the point of the story is, is you can't tell everybody you have a podcast. People on Hinge, there's, it's going crazy on Hinge right now. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going crazy on Hinge right now. <laughs> then, and then you go over there just to see what's going on. It used to be so entertaining. It's like a Game Boy. I'm really bad though because I only check it every like nine days. And then so by that, and so many are messaging me. This one guy, we finally like, I finally gave him my number, and then he called me. And I could just tell, I was like, this conversation's kind of boring. And then he was like, oh, my mom's calling. Let me call you back. And then he hung up. And then I was like, I'm never going to answer again. And then he called. And I never, I was like, no, you, you fucked up. You hung up on me for your mom. So. <laughs> Not nuts at all. Don't you know who comes first? <laughs> the bitch you met on the hinge. You've already established that this isn't going to work now. The bitch on hinge. You already have mommy issues. <laughs> she can call back. It's not an emergency. She only called one. 
Hinge Chronicles loading. Erica's single again, and now we're back on to the dating field, and the stories will unload. Unfortunately, Jamila is very much in love. However, thankfully, her and her partner are just as wild as almost being single. So, <laughs> Not as almost being single. So you'll still get the stories. I, yeah, you know. There was a whole heavy season of us just posting, exposing niggas from Hinge. We exposed so many niggas on Hinge and close friends. It was not kind, but also it was kind of funny. And also it's public, it's public like, uh, property now. It's just like on Instagram. You, there's, it's after you post that shit, I can use it for anything. It's wild, but it's the wild, wild west. And so therefore I, now you're on the chopping block because it's how it works. I think I'm going to, we're going to re I'm relaunching my hinge chronicles on close friends. So if you're not part of our close friends, um, you're going to miss out. So I want to encourage you to join Patreon right now. A, because the hinge chronicles are lit B because next year we're going into seasons and you're only going to get our off season episodes exclusively on Patreon B because there's a tons of other shit. And we talk to you guys directly way more there. And number four, because I cry a lot more publicly on Patreon than anywhere else on the internet. <laughs> so if you want to see me cry, we're just tired of telling all our business. The niggas are tired of us talking, exposing them for content. <laughs> We're tired of telling our business to everybody for free. You know, it just at some point, six years in, you got to put your foot down. <laughs> Finally, we're mature. We're like, you guys, you can't know all of our fucking business. But you can for a small price. For a small fee. <laughs> we might be worse than like the OnlyFans. We're giving everything, all of our inner pourings. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm, you know, I'm actually excited to relive your dating life through you mm. um even though you're not even telling me when you go on fucking dates with niggas with skinny jeans which is wild but that's we're gonna save that for later little sneaky bitch do any of you guys have any scorpio friends are they like a little bit sneaky yeah like, absolutely. like 25 percent sneaky i actually feel like i'm like less of a sneaky scorpio than most scorpios that's probably true i think there's a lot more sneakiness happening in the scorpio department i don't know how because i'm very heavily scorpio Maybe it's that like that one slither, that, that one Sagittarius, the Sagittarius in me that's like, be free. I'm going to tell everyone my business. Well, it's working for you. That 1% has worked for you, bitch. <laughs> Thankfully, it's worked for us. Thank God you agreed and said yes to the, said yes to the dress. Shout out to the Sages. I know it's your season. I feel you. I've been starting to read my, my Sag um, horoscopes and I'm like starting to see like the other the elements, parts. the other elements of me. And I just love sad. I love sad women. They're so fiery. They're so fun. And um, but don't fuck with them. Oh don't yeah, no, no, no. I can see that. Yeah, Luna's gonna be a little beast. Yeah, I mean, I'm her mother, so I wouldn't really recommend that in general. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I give any. I don't really give off like to, I'm to be fucked with vibes. Yeah, no, quite frankly, no, I don't. I don't. No. Like I'm very friendly, but I don't think anyone's like, yeah, let me fuck with her and see what happens. <laughs> I don't think I give that off. Ever since she climbed at me like a little fucking monkey at Coachella, <laughs> when she tried to beat my ass, and she cl- the, the 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 speed in which she climbed up my body, I was not ready. Don't try to. I was like, she might, she really might beat my ass here. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to expose me. It was like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Next thing I knew, I was on the floor being straddled. You hear that? By a ninety-six don't pound try person. Ninety-eight pound, you hoe. Don't ever try to attack me in public. It's not a good. It's not a good look. It won't happen for you. Oh my god. Um, what were we supposed to talk about this episode? The things that we've learned this year. 
this is a long episode (laughs) oh yeah yeah what's one thing you've learned well you guys i've said i said this on the holiday gift guide but i haven't really officially said it i've learned a lot of things do you know why because i am now a certified government certified sexologist and tantra practitioner as of the last week of november cue the claps orinda See these glasses? This is lingerie. See these leather? She warned you. <laughs> she did warn you. She said the moment she becomes a tantrika, she is going to be wearing lingerie and leather and glasses. And here she is. She's a woman of her word. Mila Map, sexologist. And hello, hello, it's me. Do you have any questions? Dial them in. Do you have any? Um, you need to. Do you have any sexual roadblocks? Any things that are holding you up in your relationship, privately, personally, publicly? Call Jamila Map. I have the answers for you. <laughs> um, no, but really, I really I learned a lot of things. I would like to say that I learned not to procrastinate, but I have not conquered that yet. Mm. Still in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel super, I do feel like I've gained a lot of knowledge from my program. And I feel supercharged with sex smartness and advice. And um, also just like a very clear understanding of, I don't know, like my divinity. I feel very in tune with the, you know, the divine source through Tantra. And I don't know, I'm really excited for you to go on your Tantra journey. And um, I kind of feel like I've been like, I've been upgraded in my my witchery. Mm. A Tantra witch, superpower. Mm. Activated. Activated, yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. I also f- learned that we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> and we could probably plan it better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's possible. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And we should probably not, even though we can, we probably shouldn't. Mm. That's probably one of my biggest lessons. Mm. You know, you just slow, slowly, stead, steady pasting. Mm-hmm. What have I learned? God, I've learned how important the company I keep is to my, um, how I show up in all of my relationships. Um, I realized compartmentalizing is not my superpower and it probably will never be and that's okay. And that whatever environment, that whatever person or people I choose to keep in my space really have to be in alignment with where I'm at. Doesn't We don't necessarily have to be on the same path, but that there is, an, specifically in my love space, it is so crucial that I'm in alignment with my partner spiritually, that we have dedicated ourselves to some sort of practice. <clears throat> I'm already dedicated to my practices. And I'm obviously always still like trying to make sure that I'm staying on the path of that. And, you know, it's it goes in ebbs and flows. But I've realized if 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 a person that I'm with hasn't even really begun to do to be in that space and to understand the importance of spiritual growth and healing. Yeah. That I can't have you in me or on me. Yeah. Um, And I I think I, I, I always knew that. But I like felt like I could bring people on the journey with me 
And I've learned that, like, I don't really, that's not where I'm at at this point in my life. Yeah. That I would much more actually prefer someone to be farther along in their journey, even than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, that I want to be led in that way. And so um, I've realized that. I've realized that I have a, a very huge capacity. For, I realized, like, I have a, so much love to give. And I think that I didn't always feel that way. That I realized, like, I have a lot of empathy. In the ways that I didn't think that I did or do. Um, and that also that my boundaries, I'm not, I need to never question my boundaries again. No, no. I, I, that my boundaries are, they're legit. They're good. Well, they need to, they need to be like cement. They can't be really malleable because then that can fuck their whole shit up. Well, I think, you know, and I even had this conversation with you. I remember like when I was crying at our friend's, um, was it Halloween party? I'm like, where was I at? I was dressed like a Spice Girl. Where was I dressed? Oh, it was her birthday party. Birthday party. And I was saying how I feel like I have been really hard on people. And so I feel like I've needed to explore letting my boundaries come down more so that I can feel more empathetic towards people. And you were like, no. (laughs) You were like, that's actually, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. And I realized, yeah, you're right. And that generally, I think there's like a balance between um, being kind, but also still having hard boundaries and saying, you know what, I, 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 I don't relate to that, but I want what's best. I hope the best for you. And I'm going to gently stand over here. Um, whereas this year, I really stood in it. And I said, I'm going to go, I'm going to stand in it. Fuck it. You know, mm. and I needed that. I needed to kind of just retract on all my on retract on all of the work that I've done a bit to kind of like double check it almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I think this year, and I'm still processing this year. Honestly, like it's not the end of the year yet, and a lot has happened for me. Um, good, bad, great, medium. And I feel like I'm still in processing of all of it. But ultimately, I'm grateful for all of the things that I went through this year. All the memories, all the experiences, the love that I experienced, um, the heartbreak that I experienced. Like, I really am grateful for being able to kind of be raw. Because I think at the beginning of this year, what I said was, like, I want this year to be my rawest year. Like, I want to really feel like I'm like the most honest and I really went for it. (laughs) I really explored all the parts that I like might've judged other people for. And I just said, fuck it. And I realized it doesn't, it doesn't suit me and it doesn't suit me because I don't know how to compartmentalize those things. Like I've realized, like I really have to be in a good frequency and energy or else it fucks up everything. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't suit you, but it really suits no one. Like environmental pollution is real. But some people, and I'm not, you shouldn't do this anyway, but some people are better at being able to like be in, in toxic spaces and still having a positive output for other people. I can't do that. I can't be in a toxic situation and then be positive in other spaces. Mm-hmm. I become, I start toxifying all of my spaces that way. Uh, I think because 
so much of my love, so much of who I am is rooted in like, um, I don't even know what the like where it is like like I don't know my like heart centered and like womb centered and like as women we are, yeah, but yeah. I feel like I just I know for me personally, like the moment I started entertaining any sort of bullshit, it's going to ultimately spread bullshit in all the other areas of my life yeah i mean it definitely will it unfortunately the longer you stay in it too like if you're unaware it will numb you out mm-hmm. and so you start to think like this is normalcy this is comfort and then you just start to like vibrate there mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like being around top people who are unwilling or you know to look at themselves or heal or like even beginning to do that work which is so which is fu- it's fucked up because a lot of men are not there yet most men are not having spiritual practices. I'm not saying, you know, all, but a lot of them are not. You know, a lot of them are not going to be, you know, inklings in front of the women because, like, this is kind of our territory and we're kind of, like, reclaiming it. But the thing is, is like, so many women second-guess guess, second themselves that they they become numb to, the, to you know, how they do pollute spaces and how, the, how they do show up and how they, their energy is low and, like, how their heart is hurting and, like, they're just functioning despite it and, you know, pretending. And it's just, like, that is really scary. And it's, like, it has been a tough year. But, like, thankfully, you are self-aware enough to be like, huh, you know, something feels off. You know, like, I'm, like – at least being like, okay, well, I I realize that I've not been myself in, you know, X amount of time and I can, you know, I can directly relate it back to this and just like, you know, take responsibility for participating in it and then, you know, actually moving forward, doing something differently and having the discernment to be like, I was tripping, but fool me once, you're not going to, you know, fool me four times. We've all been fooled multiple times, but just being, having the commitment to yourself yeah, I mean, I think about as you're talking, I think about how men are on the internet. You see, and even women, they're saying like, "I want a God fearing man," or like, I, "They must be God fearing," or "They must be Christian." And they, I kind of, yeah, I kind of relate to that, and not in the same way. Like, I want someone who's like spirit loving. I yeah. want someone who's like devout, devout, self devout. Yes, know, like, like spiritually. I, yes, uh, you have to. Yeah. You have to believe in something. Committed to spiritual advancement. Co- committed to. Committed to um, just uh, discovering your own divinity. Discovering your own divinity, but also knowing like that there's something bigger than us. Yeah. And like committed to investigating what that is and how that impacts you. Right. And how, how you show up in the world because of that source. Yeah. That is like obviously, you know, transmitted through you. Absol- yeah. Absolutely. And that's a non-negotiable for me. So my dating pool is ex- getting extremely much smaller now. Well, that's a be- that's great. No, it is, but weed it, weed but them I out, have a baby. Requirements, bitch. No, no skinny, skinny jeans. jeans. Like <laughs> medium to high on the fashions. Tall, black. Not medium to high on the fashions. Medium, okay, black or brown at least. Brownish, tan, and ivory. You know, you don't even have to be tall. Like just taller than me. Like I can wear heels, and you're my height at least. So like a strong five nine ten. Um. So I feel like I might be more clear now specifically because I'm not having sex and I don't have any intentions on having sex. I really don't think I'm going to have sex until I'm in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Um, and 
which is kind of scary because I we probably need to have sex before we commit to the relationship because I don't want any funny business. However, I do think that like once you are in the like once you really tap in with someone, you know what they fuck like, you know. Yeah, I you mean, know what they fuck like. Bitches have been wrong. You might not. Bitches are not tapped in. They're they're confused. <laughs> now you know what they fuck like. But you don't know what that dick size is, which I mean, I this way is a check. Which will that will be checked. But I just don't have any interest. I can't even imagine a man inside of me. I have no like. I I ha- I'm very horny. Like I I want. Oh, I know. I want. <laughs> I'm very horny, but I just can't imagine having sex with someone and then like looking at them and cuddling and like being excited like yeah and and like excite like stupidly excited like i don't know where this is going but I that was care. fun yeah. like no i don't i do care <laughs> and like i can't have casual se- and because of that, i can't have casual sex i can't lay with you and like be like that was fun that was cute maybe you'll hopefully you'll call me like no i need to know you're gonna fucking call me like i don't want to do any of this in between no, gray yeah. area bullshit. You want clarity you want clarity yeah so it's very much it's very much better <laughs> It's very much better if, like, I'm dating with real clarity and intention and dating someone who's clearly on the same path because if we're not on that same tip, then it's do it's doomed. It's going to be doomed. Um, So you're going to hear a lot of dating stories. I don't know how much sex stories you're going to hear. <laughs> but maybe there's, like, other – although I did tell you the other day that I've been, like, hanging out with this guy and like we haven't even like kissed we like barely touch like there's clear sexual tension happening between us but we've both kind of like well before this like silently acknowledged that this is like we're not going to like take it there and then I like actually vocalized to him like this is where I'm at and I and I respect where you're at and blah 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 and then he walked me to my door and after this is like after we like had dinner and we went on like up the mountain and overlooked the mount like overlooked LA and had like smoked up there and it was really it was really cute. And he walked me to my door and then he we like hugged for like fifteen seconds and then he walked away and I was like all giddy like a fucking teenager, like like making weird sounds. <laughs> Like, okay, (laughs) like, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're fucking not smooth at all, bitch. Shut up. (laughs) And I I watch him walk away and he like has his hands behind his back. Like, you know, like, like pensive, like walking, like, you know, like all like to the car. Yeah. Like he's thinking deeply about what just happened. And I'm looking at him. Yeah. 15 seconds. He's walking all slow, like fucking Buddha. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I close the door. And I'm like, oh my God, wow, that was so great. And then I realized my panties are fucking soaked and my pussy is pulsating. And I'm like, did I just nut my pants? <laughs> like, we didn't even do shit. We didn't even touch. 15 second hug. Like, I'm like, is this my new foreplay? Is this the new shit for me? Like, or is it because I haven't fucked in like two and a half months that like, this is where I'm at? I could, I was like, either I've just, unlocked a new level of intimacy i didn't even know i could have or a bitch is just so desperately horny that that's all it took well i think it's a combination of both and you're probably gonna i think it's like the longer it goes the easier it'll be to like honor it because like after a certain amount of time you're like i'm not gonna just waste it i've wasted all like i've i've 
committed all this time. So yeah, when you t- you're gonna be very sensitive to someone entering your like actually touching you. So I think it's good, and you are probably very highly on the high end of horny right now. But I think it'll balance its way out. Oh, I want to do. Do they do this in tantra school where they do like the no touch orgasms? Well, we t- we learn about them. Kyra. I feel like I'm open. Kriya's. I'm ready. Like, put me in the session, baby. I'll. I don't know. If there's a squirt everywhere. No touch. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was like, that was like some weird. That was like some tantric shit that just happened. Like he closed the door. I watched him walk away, and I like wa- that turned me on. Like specifically the way he walked away turned me on. And then I closed specifically the way he walked. Yes, away. I don't know what it was. It was like he, was, he floated away. He floated away, but I could tell he was in deep. Like he was still super present in like what we had just experienced. Mm even as he was leaving me yeah. you know it wasn't like he was like okay and right. off to and my next blah 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 right. you know and yeah and then i just was like oh my god i think i met it in my pants and i didn't even well there's also something <laughs> super sexy about an, a, a man being able to uh exercise a certain amount of discipline that too that is like super sexy and like you're not even trying me and you're not even being overtly like we're so used to like ah, you know mm-hmm. so like <laughs> so easily so like when a man is exercising but still showing interest and intimacy and investing time it's like oh like you're not just fucking everything and you're spending time with me that mm-hmm. is that is sexy mm-hmm. you know so like i can see how that could be and like an an aphrodisiac yeah so i'm just i'm excited to just keep exploring that space and um yeah, do a little sex magic on myself. Yeah. Harnessing my own personal sexual power. Absolutely. I invite you to just continue to take note of how your body feels in the interim and like when you're around this person, just around people, especially just during hinge dating too. Mm-hmm. I think like people like don't pay enough attention to like literally how does my body feel? Oh, so actually my friend did this thing on me and I was super interested. It was super, it was a crazy thing. So I'm going to ask you two questions. Okay. And I want you to say yes to both of them. Okay. Okay. Um, is your name Erica? Yes. How does that feel in your body? That yes. Wait, am I supposed to say yes again? No, just, oh. <laughs> just think, just feel it. Is your name Greg? Yes. How does that feel in your body? Caucasian. Do you feel the way your body reacts when you say yes to something that's not true and something yes that something is true? Yeah, I felt like uh, like um, my chest got tight. When you said yes to Greg. Mm-hmm. So these are just like super simple indications of how to pay attention to your body attention when you're saying yes to shit you don't really genuine, want to say yes to. Yeah, yes. When the things you're saying are if they align with your your body, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like that's so fucking simple, but it's like wild how if you really pay attention. And like my my friend um asked me when we were leaving the airport in um from graduation and something had come up a lot of things have come up that's a whole different thing but she did this to me and it was so interesting like i felt like a release like a tingly feeling in like the back of my like almost like the back like my right lung or something when i said yes but when she asked me the other question and i said yes um i i felt nothing like i almost like i i I had checked out but when i my first response was to say it felt normal to lie to lie Mm. So it was an indication to me that like I'm not I wasn't aware that when I'm leaving my body to just 
like just okay mm-hmm. you know like bypass my mm-hmm. my inner my inner dialogue mm-hmm. and that i literally when i said the yes it was like a spark went off like mm. it was a it was a strange observation and it's so simple but like mm. i think as people we're just so busy going through life like this actual fucking body that we have that indicates this our intuition and tells us things we're so used to bypassing it that we forget to just like simply check in mm-hmm. it's true mm-hmm. so as you get to go through this process your your hinge and your rias and <laughs> etc you know just be one being be in attunement with that thank you i shall i shall um do you have an affirmation mm. move with mindfulness move with intention what do we have today What's in your spirit? If we aren't spiritually aligned, get off my line. (laughs) (laughs) If we aren't spiritually aligned, get off my line. You hear that? If If we aren't spiritually aligned, get off my motherfucking line. Bye. Bye, nigga. Bye, Tyrone. Go worship whatever the fuck you worship. Video games, football. Go where you worship. Um, it reminded, recently when I came home from my graduation, my lovely darling husband, boyfriend, um, made me an altar in the house oh. with like, um, our book and some books and some money and some ancestor money and, um, all these nice things, candles and incense and I was, and some food offerings. And it was a success altar that he created for me. And I said, Oh my God, you're, you're listening. You're paying attention. That is, it, it really, it warmed my heart, but it, mostly I was like, perfect. My witch ways are working. <laughs> he understands the, he understands the goals, you know, but like I, I completely, agree and align with you and someone who's at least willing to recognize that like being in attunement with source is super important and like just like us you know like we locked in and then we really utilize that entity the you know our powers and we kind of like see how it works in numbers Mm -hmm. and so if you can like unlock that with sex and with your partner like you can really create generational wealth and success and peace and happiness like with your ancestors and with your your spirit guides in alignment with what you're doing and i think i think that's what makes me excited about this journey because i know that if i commit to it in the way that i want with somebody who's who is spiritually aligned the type of sex that we will be able to do and the type of magic that we will be able to create and i know that because of what i've been able to create with you like right. that being able to do that in 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 that way will be life like we'll save the world we're going to change the world i mean essentially i i really do attribute our relationship to my understanding of um uh, like not se- like sex magic, but like co-creation and just um, co-creation with commitment, with love, with like blind faith. You know, like I really I I attribute understanding my power and our collaborative power so much in like how I've chosen to sh- like in a relationship. Because it's true, like, if we can do this, it's just, like, finding your tribe, you know? Like, if we can do this, we could do anything. And when you add sex to it, it can, like, really up the ante. Yeah. And, I, and I do, I do believe just, like, spiritually, like, man and woman, yin and yang, like, we are, we, we are, we've obviously been put on this earth to co-create. Like, mm-hmm. we make, we we maintain humanity. So it's just like when we really align with people who respect and honor and hold space and love us and are 
and like committed to the uh, spiritual evolution, it's some magical ass shit happens. Mm -hmm. Like it's a magical tribal witchy shit. Yeah. So that's the kind of sex I want. So until I get that or until I feel like I'm going to get that, I'm cool. I'll just keep fucking myself because I fuck myself pretty good. I'm going to get a lot of that in tantric school, my love. Lots of tantric masturbation. You know what I've been doing too lately? The people that I'm attracted to, I take screenshots of them and I zoom into their eyes. Whoa, this is nuts. <laughs> I zoom into their eyes and I look at them when I'm coming and it tells me if you're a fuck nigga or if you're safe. And there's been a few where I'm like, I should have known. Because I've done it to a few people that I fucked. And I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. And I... <laughs> You're scared. <laughs> yep. Um, so that's the kind of tip I'm on. Want to have sex with me now, guys? <laughs> I'm not your screenshotting and zooming into their eyes. I need to see how close. I'll show you <laughs> in my phone. <laughs> My friend's not crazy at all. <laughs> no, nope, totally normal. Nothing to see here, guys. Um, uh, are you supposed to roll a joint? Okay, let's roll it. I, I brought my sesh box. This, this box is, is so fucking cute. Look at this cute shit. It's the mom lunch box. It's the 420 mom Irie, lunch box. Wait, Irie was in my car and she saw mine. She was like, is that a lunch box? I was like, no. Well, I it is. Luna. It's for moms. I said, Luna, it's, Luna, it's mom's lunch box. You open it. Ooh. And all of my weed things, my weed and things, all your weed and things. And then this little, this discovery right here, that the tray is a game changer. And now we have our our cannabis. Roll this out. If you look at, if you check out our holiday guide, um, our holiday wellness episode, where basically we retreated at a beautiful house overlooking the 818 um then you'll know all about the sesh box and how we used it but i have so many things in there there's gummies oh there's mini joints or should we just do this this is right oh i'm already i'm already here i'm already here you're here she got the weed she got the joints she got the gummies i'm gonna roll us something beautiful. it's like a little weed treasure box that's why i love it and it's smell proof, so you could like you don't have to worry about your loud stinking up the whole fucking vehicle. <laughs> um, I always worry about that before I go like pick up Luna from like like a play date. Bring she's, her. Been, she's been having like play dates with friends that I are not my friends that I made her have, and so it's been. I'm like, oh my god, do I smell like weed? Am I that mom? I'm that mom. <laughs> Speaking of moms, I'm really excited. Um, we are. We haven't told you guys yet, but special announcement. This is this big special announcement to all the moms listening right now, right here. All the moms that have been wanting to come to one of our retreats, but you know, I get it. Going out of the country can feel overwhelming. It can feel, you know, all the things. You're leaving your kid. It's an investment. And so me and Mila have been talking for a while about how we can bring the Good Vibe Retreat stateside. And guess what? We are bringing it stateside. We are having a Mother's Day retreat in Atlanta. Hey! It's going to be super intimate. It's going to be for the mamas. It's for creatives. It's for wellness. It's just, you know, it's really just 
I don't know. It's like everything I wish we had in the brainstorming group. It's a brainstorming weekend. So it's May 10th through the 12th in Atlanta. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you're creative, if you if you just need a space to kind of just say your ideas out loud, because let's be honest, sometimes it can feel intimidating to share your ideas. Sometimes even your your closest friends don't get it. They aren't your supporters. If if we, if me and Mila listened to some of our friends about starting Good Moms Bad Choices, we would not be here right now. So sometimes you actually need strangers to validate your crazy delusions. So at this retreat, <laughs> we are going to be validating your crazy delusions. We're going to have wellness sessions similar to what we do at the Goodbye Retreat. To be able to get a little taste of what we do in Costa Rica right here in Atlanta. And on, we leave you guys, we send you guys off back to being good moms on Mother's Day. So you'll have breakfast in the morning with us on Mother's Day. And then we release you to your children as good moms. So if you're local to Atlanta, you'll still be able to spend the day with your kid. Um, and you'll be a, betch, a, but, a bitch, a much better mother because of it. Come let good moms filleth your cup. And there's very limited space at this retreat. We don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of space. Um this is not like our typical retreats where we have like, you know, 25 rooms. If you want to stay on property with us at at our beautiful mansion in Atlanta, um those spaces are super limited. And then we'll also open it up to just people that kind of want to come in for day passes. Um but I really want to encourage you to come fully integrate into the experience and come stay with us at the house um, so that we can just keep the energy going, keep the energy flowing. And it's going to be it's going to be a treat. I really can't wait to just brainstorm and be create with a bunch of strangers. I know if you're writing a book, this is the place to come. You're sitting with published office. If you want to start a podcast, if you want to start a podcast, honestly, any idea, anything that you want to create that you are feeling stuck or in between, or maybe you've already created it and you're still just trying to evolve the idea and just run it past other people and just have creative input and be in an artistic space to get um, inspired. This is the place you don't need no passport. Um, it's a very limited space. It's very intimate space. And I don't know what better way to bring in your mother's day than investing in yourself, spoiling yourself with, with ideas and also wellness, because I'm going to get a massage. I don't know if you're going to get a massage, but I will be getting a massage. I sure will. Massages make me, um, more creative. And I'm really excited too. I'm going to be doing a sound bath for you guys. So I've been tapping into my sound healer, my sound healer bag. We're going to have some yoga, some morning yoga sessions. Yeah. Um, maybe do some tantric workshops. There's going to be a lot of dope people in the building. So you really don't want to miss this. Yeah. And we're definitely going to lean on in on our Atlanta community and former guests to come through with some knowledge. So we haven't released who's actually going to be coming in and hosting a workshop, but that information will be coming soon. So make sure you hit the link in this episode description and reserve your spot now because these are going to sell out. I told you there's only a few and it's more affordable than our Costa Rica retreat. So you definitely want to come, feel the vibes, and then we'll see you in the jungle. Because once you come and tap in Atlanta, you're going to be like, all right, I got to see these bitches in another country. Mm. So I'm really excited for that experience. Really putting a lot of TLC into that. I, I, I kind of like put too much weed in here, but I mean, I don't know if you can put too much weed. But There's no such thing, my love. My friend Jared, he rolls the most beautiful joints. 
I'm always trying to like, he knows how to like do a cone without being like without cone. a cone, you know? Yeah. Papers are not my forte. I'm not going to lie. Every time I try, it looks good. It burns terribly. Should I read the tarots? Sure. I think these are both upright. I think I picked them up like this. But we got the death card. Mm. That doesn't mean anything bad. No, but we rarely get the death card. Um, it's it's the most feared and misunderstood of all the cards in the tarot deck. Just mention the card's name and most people freak out, worried they will suddenly keel over and die as soon as this card appeals. appears. Relax. The death card can be one of the most positive cards in the deck. After a period of pause and reflection with the hanged man, the death card symbolizes the end of a major phase or aspect of your life that you realize is no longer serving you, opening up the possibility of something far more valuable and essential. You must close one door to open another. You need to put the past behind you and part ways, ready to embrace new opportunities and possibilities. It may be difficult to let go of the past, but you will soon see its importance and the promise of renewal and transformation. If you resist these necessary endings, you may experience pain both emotionally and physically. But if you exercise your imagination and visualize a new possibility, you allow more constructive patterns to emerge. Similarly, death shows a time of significant transformation, change, and transition. You need to transform yourself and clear away the old to bring in the new. Any change, you should be welcomed as a positive, cleansing, transformational force in your life. It's a, the death and clearing away of the death and clearing away of limiting factors can open the door to a broader, more satisfying experience of life. Hmm. Well, I think that speaks to us, our activation in this next realm. Super powerful, letting go old shit, cocooning to butterfly. Cocooning. Cocooning. You also pulled this one too. What is this? Ten of Pentacles. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel the transformation. I think I see that so much in, in in so many of the people in my life right now. Um, that this year has been one of like, a, there's been a lot of push, mm. like a lot of forcing the hand, you know, um, personally and privately. I think about even in our own business, like just us realizing like we've had to, we had to make some big changes this year, you know, that were uncomfortable. Yeah. Realizations. Fear around change, because I think even like thinking about not putting out an episode every single week, mm-hmm. like we've done for so many years, yeah, felt really scary. Has felt really scary. Like, are we doing? Is this a disservice to our community? Like, what are, are they going to lose our people? Are they going to leave us? Like, and it's like, no, we deserve to rest. We deserve to integrate the information. And I, they deserve to have the best of us. Of us, yeah. yeah. And so that that I feel like is going to be a big transformation for us next year. Um, and even in our own friendship, there's been like there. This was probably like the hardest year of our, our friendship ever. I know, you know, and like I had like me like us having to have uncomfortable conversations and actually us have to work on it. Thankfully, like. I think that we're so um, attuned to one another that 
it could have been really deep, heavy work. And I think we're still in it, but like, it's been a lot easier than I thought it was going to be when I was thinking about the work that we needed to do on our friendship. It wasn't like, I don't know what I thought, but like it was, uh, <laughs> like I was hammering away. I think maybe I related it to what I've had to do with men, mm. which actually healing a friendship with a woman has been considerably a lot more enjoyable than it has been with a man. <laughs> well, I think uh, both parties have to be like willing and um, just aware in order to do that. And I think, I think because it, it, I think it was so scary for us because we have so much on the line and it's, everything is so important to us. Um, but it's also why it's really easy mm-hmm. because everything is so important to us and um, we've worked really hard and we're both sensitive as fuck. Sensitive fucking water sign ass bitches and um, emotional and also deeply empathetic. We can read each other's minds and feel each other even if nobody really wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's just we're so connected, you know, and there's been so many changes in our business, in our love lives. And I think... What we don't realize is like even in love, um, we're pulling up as different versions of ourselves um, in relationships. And that affects our friendship because when we're both fucking running the streets wild, that brings out a certain aspect. We're in the same place and then we get in relationships and then someone moves in and then, so you know, just doing a long distance relationship. And like there's so many we're so connected that like all of those factors um have made us show up differently and I mean I know even for me like it's been challenging just because I haven't been in a very serious relationship like this in like a very long time and um it's it's tested me you know and so and and, then and you know I know vice versa and so it's just and then we've we published a fucking book we published a book um which, by the way, I get for a holiday season. It's a great gift. It's Good a Mom's Guide to gift. Making Bad Choices. It's probably on discount on Amazon right now. You can probably get it right now if you just pause the episode and click it, and it'll probably be at your doorstep tomorrow. It's a good little winter read. It's a good anytime read. <laughs> I mean, it's a good coffee. Look at how cute it looks right here. Just right here. We're so cute on it. People are going to say, what's that? And you'll be like, oh, you haven't heard of that? And we we really did pour like blood, sweat, and tears into it, we and did. yeah, it just so happens that this came out the of, of, of the most difficult year of our friendship <laughs> when we had to do a lot of difficult things, and I've, and I feel like that contributed to it, mm. you know, too. It's just a lot of pressure to perform and to make it good, and you know, prove ourselves as authors in the world. But um, ultimately, we're so guided and protected, and what we're doing is just like for the greater good. And I genuinely believe that, you know, someone just left us a nasty comment <laughs> before we started recording <coughs> saying that they'll be happy when we go to hell. Mm-hmm. There'll be two less. What do they call us? Nigga woman. Nigga women. Nigga women in the world. And, you know, that guy's crazy. But, you know, this is all for the collective, you know, for our friendship, for our daughters, mm-hmm. um, for just the women who just, you know, I, I was watching a documentary with um, Orlando. And sometimes because I'm so empathetic, there's certain like documentaries about, you know, the black, the American black experience that I 
I'd be like, I can't right now, you know, I know, but we just caught this, um, this documentary and it was just talking about, you know, some of the slaves, the Amer- the Africans that came to America and just how terribly we were treated as mothers. This woman hid in an attic for seven years. Um, so she wouldn't get raped. Can hear her children downstairs. They didn't know she was there. Literally, and the only reason she got out because a white woman ended up buying her freedom. But then she wrote about it, and that was you know her children were down there. She was being raped by this this the master in the house, and because she was oh she was like this is the worst shit ever. So those children were the master's children with her. No, I think they were just her children. That wasn't clear, but she <laughs> hid in an attic. Because she didn't run away. She just hid in the attic with like right, rats and mice. They would give her plates at night. She could hear the children downstairs, but she just never came out because she never wanted to go back to the big house. And then when she was done, after she got her freedom years later, she wrote about it. Seven years is wild. But to to keep from being raped? I mean, yeah. I, but it's just, but it, it, it's just That's the crazy. fact that she created art around this experience and the fact that, you know, there was a time, there were so many voices that had these experiences that weren't able to record them, didn't have the tools, could never tell their story. It is such a fucking, we have, it's such a blessing to be able to show up in this space and just speak honestly. There is not a single soul who could tell me anything. I don't give a shit about anybody's opinion because I get to tell my story in my voice, in my words. I get to create art, whether I say it, whether I write it down. It is my, it is just such a rebellious act when you think of our history that is not that far along, that long ago, that black women were literally able to create art, record their art, record their experiences, record their honest, you know, just have have control of their bodies, uh, own their sexuality. Like these are things that were like ripped away from us. So I just feel so blessed and thankful to um, – just be able to to do this with you, and I really do feel protected in what we do, and I feel like it's not just for us, um, and we're not, you know, maybe we're not for everybody, but there's, you know, it's for a bigger picture, and to get to use our voices and our love for one another and our love just in general for women to say, I'm going to say whatever I want, and you're going to listen, goddamn, mm-hmm. is such a beautiful gift and a blessing, and um, I just know we're going to continue to thrive because... Um, our ancestors got our back Mm -hmm. and they struggled deeply and you know now it's our time Mm. i receive all of that thank you for that yeah we kind of sometimes we need a reminder you know i mean i i i'm i don't take this privilege lightly of being able to also be like the friend in your head the friend in whoever's listening's head who's like, I, f- I listen to Good Moms, Bad Choices because I fuck with Erica or I fuck with Jamila or I fuck with both of them or whatever the fuck, whatever brought you here. Like, I don't take that lightly. I take that, like, that's a, to have a platform as a black woman, a brown woman, be able to sit here every day and just share openly. And occupy people's time and energy. Open, and Openly. And, yeah. Without... Well, there's always there's still persecution in ways. There is. But it's not that. It's it's vastly different. You know, because black women are persecuted for sharing their voice all the time. I mean, even we are all the time. There's we're penalized constantly, whether that's from a brand that doesn't want to fuck with us because we said something that doesn't that's too much. Not kosher enough. You know. Um, that white women have said a thousand times, you know, like there's still a 
there's still a shackling that happens even in this space, but we are vastly more uh, just, we've been just given this opportunity and like what they always say, like you're living your ancestors wildest dreams. Like we are. And even listening where whoever's listening to this right now, so are you. And it's like, you have this, we have this duty. I feel like to keep that moving forward. I was talking to my friend the other day about just like how important, how seriously I take my karma and like my karmic, um, like the cleanliness Mm. and like how I feel like I've been very blessed in this, in this lifetime um, and protected in this lifetime because whoever was before me did that. Like, I feel that. Like, they took it seriously as well. Like, this responsibility to to do the right thing and be a good person in this life for the next person. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah, I think if more people thought that way, we would be probably yeah. and making I think that, different decisions. And I think that's why we evolve. It's because I think our commitment has always been um, just – the commitment has always been like to liberate, you know, like I want you to think for yourself. I want you to step out of this box, this can, you know, this, this rigid box of society and just like live. I want you to experience, you know, bliss and peace and pleasure at the highest fucking potential, you know, and and so many people are just, you know, we are so enslaved by the systems that we create in our minds. Mm -hmm. How we show up in the world is so, um, so policed and it's like I just I want to invite everyone all the time to just be like what's real and honest to you though mm-hmm. you know yeah that like it is such a blessing to be able to to do that and also remind people like life is short mm-hmm. and love it's just love mm-hmm. like let's not judge each other let's not waste time talking shit on the internet and typing out whatever evil shit you wanted to type out, like let's just live in our own lanes at our highest radiance being exactly who the fuck we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I believe that you need those people though too, a little bit. What people, the kind you of people the, talk shit? Yeah, you need them a little bit. You need the, you the need, love vibration. Because if everything was love, you wouldn't even know what it meant, felt like anymore. You have to have the duality of it. And like yeah. those people matter too. They, it's not, they they are love as well. They just are hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, they haven't found ways to transmute it yet. And they remind me of that I am love. Right, right. That you've purified certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the karmic thing is very... I, we must have done really well our last lifetime because yeah. this this karma is karmicing really pretty well. Yeah, I'm trying to karmic the fuck out of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to karmic this life so hard. But I feel that I'm like <laughs> be so karmically clean, bitch. The other day I was just like, I don't know what I was stressed out, like getting to you. And I was like, bitch, you woke up at 10. You like you woke up at 9 a.m. And like you smoked a joint. And now you're leisurely making your way through the valley at 10 a.m. to fucking shoot by a pool. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, I've been making for 12 hours. And it is hard work, but I just, I'd rather be working with my best friend. I'd rather be working, like, spreading the good word of self-expression. Yeah, and, creating. Creating, yeah, creating. Saying, I want to do it this way. Actually, can you do it this way? Let's do it that way. Actually, listen to me. Do it this way, you mm-hmm. know? Like, 
Um, and it did. It came out beautifully. That fucking holiday gift guide is beautiful. Go check out our holiday gift guide. We're podcasting in the wild. We're switching up our format. It's totally different. We're at a studio. We're getting the fuck out of the studio every now and then because we're good moms and because we're wild women we're wild women and we must be in the wild that's where we really belong you guys haven't even really tapped into like really our truest nature you've just heard about it yeah you just kind of heard about it now you can kind of come in and I actually in experience it yeah. with us like when we are be part of the story that we're telling because you were there right you know? right yeah 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 <sighs> yeah podcasting in the wild 2024 can't wait to see you there <laughs> Well, got to go pick up our kids from school. So, yeah, got to go do that. Yep. You know, I hope everyone has a beautiful holiday. I know this time can be, you know, sometimes cold and just weird for people, but just remember all this shit is fake. It's all made up so that can inflate prices. You know, just be warm and cuddly and find some love. Don't don't let all the bullshit on TV get to you. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> don't let Chris Brown's Christmas holiday special. Don't let, <laughs> don't let that Instagram girl use follows of holiday photos. <laughs> Fuck you up. Uh, I In feel, fact, and follow everyone that triggers you during the holidays. I feel like, am I a bad? I, I always like, we have some friends that always send out like a holiday card. And like, I just... All nine years of parenting, I've never, I've never got a holiday card together. I can barely like send fucking happy birthday text. No, it's just not your style. Do we need to get a holiday card with the kids, like as lesbian? Well, we've had we've had we've had holiday posts. It's the same thing, right? We did. We had a holiday. We had like two holiday posts. We have Nisha. That shout out to Nisha for always making sure that the friends, the tribe, gets a holiday photo. So you have. Not in the you know the traditional hard copy way, you know. Okay, that's a, that's a thing of the past. I did that my first two years of parenting, and then third year, I was like, "Who's paying for this? <laughs> How is this I'm an investment for this?" And, and, I'm be- and you guys are not even maybe twenty percent of you are putting this on your fridge. The rest are throwing the shit away. Why am I doing this? Instagram post. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And that's what you just when you post it on Instagram, you say, "This is my official this family holiday card okay. announcement." We're gonna do it right here. All right, it's perfect. It's beautiful. We didn't put any Christmas jargon up this I year. No, we should have put a tree. God, are we moms or not? We're delayed. I, I we're do have a tree in my house, though, right now. Wow, I don't. I popped it up real quick last night. It took about 20 minutes. I was like, wow, that's it? Okay, perfect. That's okay, perfect. I, don't want, I need to figure this out. Christmas. As I tell people not to participate in the holiday bullshit, I need to get a tree. I just, I do like that. I got a fake tree, so it's fine. I don't feel like I'm doing anything to the environment. I've realized I've had this tree for nine years. Wow. And it's still good. So it's not good for the environment, right? If I get a real one? No, mine. Look, listen, I've done really well. I've used, I haven't cut down a tree in nine years because, well, that's not true. My mom did give me a tree one time, but that, I didn't buy it. So it wasn't me. Maybe we go steal it. It wasn't me. At night, like just break in and just <laughs> Christmas trees, like at the thing. Yeah. I wonder how many people do that. I mean, I feel like that, like, I feel like you could easily steal a tree. I mean, you got to tie it up. Maybe not. Don't don't encourage people to go start selling Christmas trees, bitch. You gotta you gotta switch the tags. <laughs> you gotta take the tag from a little tree and put it on a big tree and be like, they're gonna know. Now I'm like, oh, you gotta honor it because I already brought it to the the front, girl. Give me this tree for one fifty. Mm. I know it says three hundred. These trees are expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah, I know. 
That's why I bought a tree because it's an investment. It's a long term. This is a pagan sense. holiday. It's true, but I do like the tree. The tree is, but in my house during that time. I'm not gonna lie. There has to be some kind of better. It's spirit. a mushroom tree. Oh yeah, it is a mushroom tree. Yeah. I'm having a mush a, a, a shrooms miss. You are? Yeah. Oh my god, when? Um, I haven't picked the date yet. Okay, but it's gonna. We have to do it. Yeah. Okay, so shrooms. Yeah, we have to invite Leaf, or or we have two. We have one at my new house too. I need to have one on the deck, and we need to have a groovy outdoor part two of the other groovy outdoor party we had. That was the best fucking Christmas mushroom, fucking random (laughs) fucking day of our lives. It was so good. It was so fucking good. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to like relive it. I can't. I let know. It go. I, I know. I'm chasing I can't it. Let it go. I'm chasing this. This like leaf. We have to do this again. <laughs> Father. 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 Leaf. <laughs> remember? <laughs> you remember? Oh, uh, uh, Gigi would take her fucking shoes. shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, take your shoes off. Relax. <laughs> remember, slut ever. <laughs> Kangles. No. <laughs> slut ever. Slut ever. Well, we're just saying a bunch of random things and no one knows what we're talking oh, about. Listen, then you know. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <sighs> All right, y'all. Well, happy holidays. We love you. We do. I hope you rest. I hope you breathe. And hmm. we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>